0: On the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes.
1: Today's episode is a brewery takeover. We're gonna head to North Olmsted, Ohio, and visit Fatheads Brewery and Saloon.
0: The beers that we will be tasting and discussing today are Groovy Juice Hazy IPA, Codename Special, Operation Hazy IPA, Headhunter IPA, bumbleberry honey blueberry ale say that 10 times or once yeah <laughs> strange magic ipa sunshine daydream session ipa and rounding it up the benjamin danklin ipa
1: and whenever we say sunshine daydream i'm going to be thinking of daydream believer from the monkeys <laughs> me too
0: <laughs> yeah
2: we'll be right back after this break
0: Suds. 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 It's time for more Suds.
1: Hi. Hey. 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 What a great, warming welcome. Yeah. Except from that guy in the corner. Like, what is up with that? Hey,
3: wake up, Dave. Whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to another Sud segment where if someone points their finger at you, they probably want you to pull it. Ooh! <sighs> no sound effects for that. Oh, um, I'm fart,
3: fart, fart. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he is all over it today.
1: Wow, he is.
3: Okay, Sorry, I haven't had my first beer yet. Oh wait, um, I only I've only had one beer yet. So
1: that's the problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to work on that in a minute. Some
3: people need coffee to get going. I need a beer.
1: Or <laughs> twenty. Oh, yeah. I am one of your hosts, Godelgaj Juliana, and joining me today at the table is. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Do I have any sounds? No, no. No. Wow.
2: (sighs) I don't
3: know what you're doing here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe we'd have some sounds. Oh, there's one. Okay. All right, fine. Good old boy, Kendall. Hello. How are you? Hello.
2: It's wonderful to be here. Um, And I'm looking forward to these beers in front of us.
1: I know. I know. Me too. Reverend Mark. Hello. How are you?
0: you? Hello. It's good to beer here. Hey, hey. I played a
3: sound, but you guys talked over it, so you get no more sounds today.
1: <laughs> no no more does. sounds for you. <laughs> no sounds for you. <laughs> Good old boy Dave. Hello.
2: Hello, this.
1: Where is that from?
2: I, I'm
3: not giving away my
2: secrets. Isn't that <laughs> okay. Animaniacs? Animaniacs? That's yeah. what I thought. Oh, okay. Wow, well, there. Hell, I guess we are giving away my secrets.
3: <laughs> We're just doing. Well, all they're sorts not secret
2: of... if I know them,
1: right? Well, True. Well, but it was a secret from her. <laughs> As if. Okay. Well, today's episode is a brewery takeover. We're gonna head to North Olmstead, Ohio, and visit Fatheads Brewery Good old and boy Saloon. Mike. Good old boy Dave, why don't you tell us about Fatheads?
2: Good old boy Mike? <laughs> sure.
3: Uh, in 1992, Glenn and Michelle, I don't know their last name because they didn't put it on the website, had this crazy idea that a craft beer bar and restaurant would be a great adventure. Fatheads, boy Mike, was born. A few years later, Fatheads, boy Mike, doubled in size. One day, Glenn and his friend Matt were sharing their dreams of breaking or brewing great, yes, breaking great beer, Dave, brewing great <laughs> beer and something clicked. They opened a brew pub and before you could... Blink and I, accolades were flowing along with the great beer. Just a couple of years later before, just a couple of years passed before a full-scale production brewery was opened and Fatheads, Little boy Mike. Became available to the clamoring masses. Fast forward another few years and Matt Glenn and their team took a deep breath and built a brewery twice as large with an amazing beer hall and restaurant. About a million, hmm, million details. details have been left out and twice as many. <laughs> Fatheads. Good old boy Mike. Have beer poured. Uh, pretty much. much Fatheads. Okay, so here's a timeline. Fatheads. Good old boy Mike. South Shore Saloon <laughs> founded September 11th. Ooh, 9-11. 1992 in Pittsburgh, South Side. Side. Thank you. Fatheads.
2: Good old boy, Mike. Brewery
3: and saloon opened its doors in Cleveland on April seventh, two 2009. A production brewery is built to keep up with the ever-increasing demand by Fat Heads Beer Good old boy, Mike. in 2012. The tap, head, <laughs> tap House Inside Fat Heads Good old boy, Mike. production brewery opens in twenty uh, October 2013. Fatheads Saloon celebrates 25 <laughs> years of food, fat... Food, Fat, and Fun. Wow, that's weird. uh, Pittsburgh 2017. And our latest uh, stop brings us to Canton, Ohio, Hall of Fame, with a new brew pub opening March 12th, 2018. That was painful. I can't read.
2: Well, you were having to, you know, take the time to press the button the whole time. That's true.
1: Multitasking is is tough at times. I'm not good at that. Especially when you don't have a lot of beer in your system. That's true. We should probably... We'll work on that, Let's
3: let's, let's move this along moving, to the beer part.
1: Moving along.
3: <laughs> let's talk even more let's green. Join the, <laughs> join the movement. Join the
1: movement. Reverend Mark, would you mind telling us the lineup for today?
0: I'd be happy to. All right. The Fat Heads. Good old boy, Mike. Brewery. <laughs> 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 the beers that we will be tasting and discussing today are... Brum. Groovy juice hazy IPA with a seven point one percent ABV. Codename Special Operation I think I've got that right. Operations hazy IPA seven point one percent ABV. Headhunter IPA seven point five ABV Bumbleberry Honey Blueberry Ale, say that ten times. Or once. Yeah. 5.3% 5.3% ABV, Strange Magic IPA, 65 ABV, Sunshine Daydream Session IPA at 4.9% ABV, and rounding it up, the Benjamin Danklin IPA at 7.4%. It sounds like it should have cannabis in it. Yeah.
1: Benjamin really? Danklin. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And whenever we say Sunshine Daydream, I'm going to be thinking of Daydream Believer from the Monkees. <laughs> Me too.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: That's quite a list of IPAs. Which I, these yes. guys are known for a lot of IPAs. So that's, I'm glad we get to taste them all. Um, yeah, we
3: we sun, are. seems yeah, like all of them. Six IPAs and then a fruity beer, fruity honey
1: beer. Yeah. Um, they're very IP, ipa I have central. never
3: had any beers from
0: this brewery. Have, has anyone else tried them?
2: I know I've had the Headhunter at GABF, but the rest are not familiar to me.
0: I have had, according to my records here, the Trailhead Pale Ale some time ago.
1: All right. Cool. Cool. All right. right. Well, thank you, Reverend Mark, for that. That was excellent as ever. Good old boy, Kendall, would you mind giving us us the Suds ratings for today?
2: All right we'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. 1. That sucks. Give me anything but a bud. 2. Was that a belch? 3. Ah, what a relief. 4. A body should really not make that sound. And five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another.
3: So, did you want me to play this when I was. when you did the pull the finger thing? Because that would have worked, I guess, but it kind of gives away the. it cheapens the ratings. Okay. There's a lot of scientific thought that goes into that.
1: I guess you're right. I guess you're right. That's I'm, all I'm saying. I'm so sorry. Well, all right. On to the good stuff. First of all, before we even get to the beer, I got to say-
3: we're not
1: We're not drinking beer? We are drinking beer. Oh, sorry. But I'm just saying, before we get to the beer, I just want to say their website is so user-friendly. And I'm one- that enjoys a very user-friendly website when looking up information. Well,
3: and there and, and it's rare. With a lot of breweries do not put a lot of time and attention to their websites.
2: Not,
1: not at all. Most no. brewery websites
2: are just pretty much garbage and useless. If you're trying to find out information about them or the beer, it's it's usually impossible.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's like
2: yeah. go to
0: our Facebook page.
3: No, nah, I don't want to go to your Facebook
1: page. Right, I don't even go to freaking Facebook.
3: website. Your business, Come
0: right? On. Yeah, except for you know the, the 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 breweries that during uh the pandemic were uh you know you could order beer to go. So those they would kind of force some of them to where you could go yeah. online and spend a
2: little time on yeah.
0: it. Yeah, yeah. But I agree, most are. You just need to go there.
1: Yeah. So, fatheads,
0: Good old boy, Mike.
1: Thank you so much for a very easy, user-friendly website.
3: Well done. If your beer is as good as your website, this is going to be a very nice episode.
1: All right. Let's get into this. So, first thing we're going to start off with is, is the Groovy Juice Hazy IPA. It's hazy. Clocking in at 7.1% ABV. It's is Juicy, Hoppy, Groovy. Their IPA lets you groove on the move <laughs> and right. satisfies your haze craze for days. Light in color with a luscious soft body, enormous juicy and tropical notes from Citrus, Mosaic, and Azaka Hops. I like this. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I do too. You can taste the groovy. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's not too sweet. No. Either. That's that's one thing that I'm I'm kind of over- like, the, with a lot of the hazy IPAs, it's just, they're
2: just sweet. I'm with, no I'm with you. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't mind hazy. I don't mind the tropical um, or juicy, but some of them, or most of them finish so sweet, I just, I can't even drink one of those big, giant cans they put them in. It's like, yeah. you know, give me some bitterness. And the ones I prefer, and I think that's because my real introduction to the hazy New England style were the Alchemist beers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. those things, you know, you talk about Heady Topper, Focal Banger, which is my favorite.
3: Nice balance.
2: Really nicely balanced. And they've got a solid bitterness uh, on top of everything else that they're doing.
1: Reverend Mark, what do you think?
0: I think it's um, not overly sweet, as we've already noted. Um, And I think there's just a real uh, nice... uh, Kind of a juicy, fruity aspect to it, but it's uh, again not on the sweet side as much as just lemony, um, Mm a little bit tropical. I like it.
2: And I'm feeling that passion fruit.
1: Yeah. Wow. He's got a passion
0: for passion fruit.
1: But it's there. Mm -hmm. This is the balance on this is nice. And um, I really, I really, I think with all the overindulgent flavors that we've had over the past year. It's just nice to get back, you know, yep. yes, I love my Pilsners, but this is nice because this is balanced. Um, it's and, hazy,
2: but it tastes like an IPA. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah it mm-hmm. does. I, I like that little bitterness at the end. And I also like the creaminess. It's not too yes. creamy. Mm-hmm. It just kind of soft softens everything out and you're just on a really good wave.
3: Slides right through.
1: Well, we are going to rate the Groovy Juice Hazy IPA from Fat Heads a four.
3: Uh, good start. Uh, man, good website, good IPAs. Come it's on. It's going to be fun. Good start.
1: We'll be right back with more in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. So, today's episode is really cool. We're going to be, we are in the middle of talking about Fathead's
2: little boy Mike
1: brewery and saloon from Ohio, although actually it originated in Pittsburgh. So,
3: another great thing that came out of Pennsylvania. Just was like it? Juliana. Well, the brew pub started in Pittsburgh, but they brew in Ohio. So, I don't know. They're, does that make them international? I don't,
2: yeah, I don't know I'd, how that I'd works. D- I thought it was nor- that North Olmsted was the original location. Is that just where they're at? The That's the, the production breweries that's now. That's the home base.
1: Yeah. For, yeah. I mean, for brewing. They've
2: yeah.
3: only, I think they've only ever brewed in Ohio, that North Olmsted. But their their brew pub brew started. Pubs. Yeah, so they just started like a tap room first.
2: The original.
1: The original.
2: Can't wait to taste the rest. That first one was great.
1: Okay. So let's move on to Codename Special Operations Hazy IPA. This one is a seasonal. They collaborated with a Breakside Brewery from Oregon with this. Um, and they call it Mission Objectives, creating a great tasting hazy IPA as a salute to American veterans everywhere. It donate they donate a portion of the sales to Honor Flight Network, a nonprofit organization dedicated to oh, transporting cool. U.S. military vets to visit the memorials honoring the wars. In which they fought. It's
2: a great, how cool great is that, right? That That's an amazing
0: cause.
3: Seven
1: point one percent ABV.
0: Totally different and, from the last one, and it really uh, kind of surprises me that it's even 7.1. It's very light tasting. Yeah, still good, but it's it's not as
2: juicy. No, and or tropical as the last. one. If you wouldn't have told me hazy was in the name, I would not have guessed that this is in that style. To me, this is just a great, nicely drinking. IPA, especially right. at seven point one percent, it's yeah. just a really easy drinking, smooth, clean, bitter IPA. It's not
3: as hazy as the other one. It doesn't have the same mouthfeel, but still very
0: good. Man. Yeah, it's not chock full of fruit uh, or tr- you know tropical um,
2: aspect. It, it's almost that classic pine and citrus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, it does have. It does have ooh, a. a Excuse me. <laughs> it does finish with a little res- kind of a resiny mm-hmm. aspect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, this does have Cico- uh, Citra. Sorry, Mosaic, um, Simcoe, and Strata hops. Simcoe. That Simco's yep. the
2: one doing it. Mm-hmm. That's the one that got you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. What do you think,
1: so. Juliana? This is uh, this is another nice one, and it's not too over the top. You know. Again, getting back to IPAs, it's this is a good everyday drinker, you know.
3: Yeah, seven point one percent. I'm kind of with Reverend Mark. Like, you wouldn't necessarily think this would be seven point one. You put a few of these down, though. Yeah, you might find that. Then you might be
0: doing a perp walk somewhere
1: later. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, but this is this is solid. You know, again, another balanced IPA. It's not too hoppy, it's not too dank. Um I like the finish on it. It it just ends. It doesn't linger, linger, right. you know, and
2: it almost dries out. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It Does.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. 2 for 2.
2: Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. Super solid.
1: That's awesome. So, the Code Name Special Operations Hazy IPA from Fat Heads, we are going to rate day 4.
3: Uh, uh, and you know, um collaboration beers are A lot of times pretty hit or miss too because you would think like, wow, two great breweries got together and brewed a beer and it'd be amazing. But it's like, you know, when two really hot people have a baby and sometimes the baby's (laughs) kind of ugly.
0: Well, well, that's that's such a good (laughs) analogy, Dave.
1: I like that. (laughs) Wow. Yeah.
3: I just made that up, so if anybody wants to use that, but
2: let's talk about what collaboration really means in the industry. Uh, Sometimes it is two breweries really work together on the recipe. They they do some pilot brews. They come together and they you know bring their own ingredients and they they brew. Other times, it's a brewery making a beer and the. Folks from the other brewery just come to town to party, and they drink beer while the brew staff is making the beer. And that's true. There's not a lot of collaboration, other than the fact that they just party together while they were brewing. You
3: know, like they have a courtesy, they throw their
2: name on it. Like, yeah. yeah. There's, so the, there's two different kinds of collaborations. Both are fair equally fair. valid. There's room sure. for both. But sure. Uh,
1: well, yeah. this one was a really good collaboration. It makes me want to go and try some Breakside now. You know.
2: Breakside is fantastic. I've had had it when I was in Oregon. Um, Really, they do some really good beers.
3: We, I think, think somebody brought us some Breakside. We tried once, and we may have had them at GABF too. Okay,
1: maybe, yeah, maybe. Okay, moving on. Let's go to the Headhunter Head IPA from mm. Fatheads. It is an aggressively dry-hopped West Coast IPA yes. with a huge hop display of pine, grapefruit, citrus, and pineapple. Mm. It punches you in the mouth um, for those who truly love their hops. <laughs> It is uncivilized, aggressive, and award-winning. So this has won um, a few silvers at the World Beer Cup over the years, and one silver and bronze at GABF as well.
0: I can see that. Yeah, yeah. and, and this just looking at it, I can say, yeah, that's a West Coast. Yeah. So is this look,
1: yeah. this has got um, Simco Centennial. You cannot. Mosaic, Citra, and Chinook—it's got all the hops.
2: All the hops, and you can smell it. I mean, when I just savor the aroma for a good thirty mm-hmm. seconds on this beer because this is this smells like what a Northwest IPA smells like. Yeah. You know that that the ones that were coming out of Oregon and Washington back in the day that were just super hoppy. This could um, be a Deschutes right. beer. It, it, any of those breweries up there were doing them in in this style, just big and resinous. And Piney, and they're wonderful beers. You don't yeah. see enough yeah. of those these days.
0: Man. Yeah, I think a Hair of the Dog. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. They made a great one. But, yeah, but there's the, that, car- you, you touched on it, Reverend Mark, the caramel malt in there. Mm-hmm. That You need that little bit of sugary sweetness to balance out just, just that aggressive bitterness. Yeah. Um, and those, those flavors play so well together. There's a reason, I mean, this was one of the biggest styles out there probably 10 years ago, and I'm glad to see people are still making it.
0: And to me, this kind of indexes on my taste buds it, it, pretty well. With uh, to me, one of the benchmarks is uh, uh Firestone Walker.
3: Mm. Well, that's uh, that's high praise. River Mark didn't throw out the old F dub. Mm.
1: To- You know, this is interesting. So when this was popular 10 years, 10-ish years ago, right, I was getting into beer. And prior to that, you know, my beer history was very limited to what was available back home, which was like yingling and, you know, other things. And then when I moved down here to Tennessee, there wasn't a lot of offerings in Nashville at the time. I mean, True. this is, you know, late 90s, right? So I would have to venture out, you know, and I did. But the IP, the West Coast IPAs, I just was a little scared of, I think, because of how big they were. And coming from basic beers, mm-hmm. it was like too much hops, you know?
2: They were, yeah, they were out there back in the day.
1: For me and my palate. Okay, so, you know... Then I become more educated. I start brewing. I learn more about hops and hop flavor, blah, blah, blah. And then we get into this like excessively sweet stuff. And, you know, in the beginning it was great. And now I want something different. So now smelling this and bringing back the memories of the first time I had a West Coast IPA or Northwest, Mm -hmm. you know, and now tasting it. I can appreciate this even more, but this is balanced. And that little bit of caramel sweetness really does help mesh everything together and make it not excessive, you know, on one end or another.
3: Yeah. I like what you said about coming out of normal beers. You know, like if you were like a macro lager drinker, I, I don't think you could go straight to this beer because it would it would kind of burn you up.
1: No, and it did. I mean, it honestly yeah. did. I could take like two sips of it and say, oh, my God, this is like foul. Yeah. And, you know, the people around me would be like, oh, you just don't know anything about beer. And honestly, at the time, I didn't know anything about beer, you know, but, minus but the your macros. Not, but
0: your you, palate knows what it's like. Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: But your palate's got to be tuned up. It's like anything else. You know, you have to tune your palate up and sometimes you have to. To grow into some things, you know.
2: And this beer goes back to the start of the arms race of let's see how bitter we can make our beer. Yeah, you know, and, I, and I think of the the classic example was the the Green Flash Palette Wrecker. I oh was, my gosh, was, yeah. yes.
1: Green
3: Flash. Oh, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. so
2: bitter and it's, just so aggressive.
0: Yeah, it's yes,
2: hard to enjoy. And there's you know, almost. You know,
0: there's there, there's some conjecture over you know how much you can really detect once you get beyond 100 IBUs. Yeah, but yeah, I think that Green Flash pushed it way beyond that for sure.
3: But this does remind me of some of those like Rogue beers. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking that, a, that uh, Rogue
2: uh, is for uh, sure. Uh, uh-huh. you, you said Deschutes. Um, thinking about some of the smaller breweries I've had up there, like No Lie in Spokane, mm. all have mm. really great mm. beers like this, and they still have them on the on the tap list because it, they're classic styles. They're not, yeah, they're, absolutely. It, it's not as been trendy. It's not as trendy anymore, but there's they're sticking around and if not maybe coming back
3: 100 percent. well things are you know things swing like a pendulum you know so we went from super hoppy bitter and then to the juicy hazy sweet beers and so you know hopefully we're swinging back a little bit
1: yeah i, I mean and I, to me retro is back and Now I have a better appreciation for this style Mm -hmm. of beer, and I'm I'm really digging it. I mean, and my glass is empty, so there's that.
0: People are people are buying cassettes, and we're we're drinking in silence, meaning
3: Mm. give me (laughs) some more. Not great radio, but it is great beer. So, Mm.
1: well, the Headhunter IPA from Fat Heads, we are rating a five. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's it.
2: Absolutely great example of what this style should be.
1: Okay, so now we're going to go a little different, and we are going to go to the Bumbleberry Honey Blueberry Ale.
3: So we're slightly shifting gears, just a little. Yes, slightly shifting gears. It smells nice. I like the the blueberry.
1: So this one is also part of their Mm. Um, all-year-round. It does come in a can, though. Of note, we did happen to get this in a bottle. Just yep. FYI, so this is brewed with wow. fresh harvested spring honey and infused with fresh blueberries. It's light and refreshing, uh, with a nice blueberry aroma, malt flavors, and sweetness from that. They only use sterling hops in the grist, mm. which is nice. I mean, yeah, no, because you really I don't, don't so. need anything crazy. And it's five point three percent ABV.
3: This, I'm glad this is right in the middle of the flight. Actually, yeah,
0: yep. Yeah, that's a good point. Nice shift. It's kind of a buffer. Yeah. Um, and I get the aroma. I mean, oh, in yeah. blue, and blueberry, nice is really blueberry. very delicate. I mean, a lot of the time, it just isn't there, yeah. even though it's advertised as such. And or this, this or it's
2: really, overkill and it's fake.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah but no, I get this. And it tastes
2: like blueberry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is kind of like what the way it smells when you put really warm blueberries on top of a stack of hot pancakes. Oh wow! You know, mm-hmm. dang, you know that smell? Yeah,
3: we need to make yep. some pancakes.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, yeah, that blueberry aroma on the nose is so gentle and so nice and clean, and it comes through in the flavor too. It's it's noticeable, but it doesn't overwhelm the beer yeah. anyway. It's a nice compliment to what's going on,
1: and it. The smell is very realistic, and the taste is so authentic. Like, I was afraid that there was going to be an artificialness mm-hmm. to the blueberry, but this is this is so nice. Right. It really, really is. And the wheat backbone is there. You know, that creaminess and that yeah. earthiness yeah. that you get from a good, solid wheat beer— yeah.
0: In the wheat is really essential for this concoction because it kind of provides it does provide a more of a neutral background. Mm-hmm. You know? A and dry a drier, more neutral background. So
2: And yeah. the honey too has certainly helped dry this beer up because so many fruited beers lean to the sweet side and with the honey in there and the, you know, the yeast just attack that, eat it yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And it and it really dries up the beer without without giving it some flavor. Um, that all works really well with the blueberry.
3: Nice clean finish on it, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Pretty- really, I mean, really solid. And if you think about all, the, not necessarily the palette records that we've had before, but the big hoppy beers that we've had prior to this, for somebody that might be a little hesitant, you know, or, oh my gosh, is this all I'm going to have is hoppy beers? This is a nice departure, and this is a good gateway into what they do i mean because up to this point i feel like there's a lot of love that's going into these beers they're not just making them for the sense of putting something in a can i mean right. this is these are dialed in recipes and this is a really nice addition to their arsenal
3: yeah no and and, it, and it's nice to see that they can
0: do something well other than ipas
1: yeah very good
0: yeah, this is a good one to have in their portfolio.
1: Well, we are going to rate the Bumbleberry Honey Blueberry Ale from Fatheads a 4. Go
2: boy Mike. Uh, uh, uh.
1: Okay, so- now <sighs>
2: We're we're on quite a roll with these uh these ratings, these right?
3: Fours and fives, man. yeah.
2: This is a solid solid flight Three so far. Three fours
3: and a five. So. Uh, I, this is kind of f- scaring me. Like like what's coming? Did, next, yeah. do we know? front
2: load the good beers up front?
3: Yeah. So. <laughs> this is like mm-hmm. the the Aldi show all over
1: again. Or so, or, <laughs>
2: yeah. or, or, or could be the um, Edmonds O show where just we just like, everything was fantastic. Like a perfectly magical day.
1: However oh, the optimists you guys are. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start to talk about the Strange Magic IPA. This one's clocking in at 6.5%. Who did that song, Strange Magic?
3: Strange
1: Magic. I think of Strange Brew. hmm You know. It's a different
0: kind of beer. Yeah.
1: Was that, and that was Clapton, was that?
0: Strange Brew, Yeah.
1: That was was that Derek or in the Dominoes or no? No, Or that was Cream. That was Cream. Yeah.
0: yeah. Strain.
2: Yep. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Bob and Doug McKenzie movie. (laughs) Take off, Hoser. Yeah, that was on
0: like Disraeli Gears.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh man, man, the reflectiveness of that album alone. (laughs) Just
0: yeah, <laughs> let's take a trip down Amnesia Lane. No, <laughs> oh. the song I'm
3: talking about was oh. "Strange Magic" by ELO. There you um, go.
0: Oh, strange
1: yeah, strange that's I right. That's can't right. Can't sing much
3: of it. We we'll have to pay him money. <laughs> oh. We ain't got any. Well, you money.
2: can't sing much of it, regardless. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. How about that? How about that for you, partner? <laughs>
3: you guys wanted sounds. Now you're gonna get the sounds.
1: Oh my gosh! All right. Well, this is another year-round beer offering from them the magic is in their masterful combination of hops that create this ridiculously good ipa the strange thing is how they get as much of it as they do into cans before drinking it all themselves haha <laughs> okay 6.5 percent AB, abv and they are using warrior mosaic simcoe Pellet Citra and Leaf and Cryo. Oh, wow. So, they're using all versions of the Citra Hops. All the Hops.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Nice. This is... This might be the best one so far,
2: in my opinion. I haven't even tasted it, but it smells beautiful. Yeah.
1: I mean, don't you want to wear this, like, all day mm-hmm. long?
2: I want to put <laughs> it <laughs> behind it my closed. ears. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm just going to pour it down my shirt.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.
3: So, Yeah. Pardon us, audience, for a moment while we all just <laughs> savor this beer,
0: hmm. while well, we luxuriate.
3: What was the ABV on this? This six is, five. Yeah, that's perfect.
1: It is seven, right
3: seven. Once you get to seven percent on beers, they're you know you still have really good ones. Obviously, from what we've already tried, but six six around the sixes is, is where you. I think you can have several beers. Mm-hmm. you know several pints of a beer and and still enjoy it not feel you know too you know wasted but um, <laughs> yeah. but i i because I definitely would like to drink you know several of these
0: yeah yeah um three in a row isn't that the rule like if you can drink three in a row and still
1: want you know want some, some more more yeah we'll have more thoughts on this beer in just a minute
3: that means I would like literally every beer I've ever had.
1: <laughs> hey, welcome back, everyone. Today's episode hey, is f- Thanks. oh, yeah.
3: Oh, you weren't talking to me, were
1: you? I was talking to our listeners.
3: There, <laughs> you—that's a big assumption.
1: There's a couple. Uh, I mean, you know, there might be five. <laughs> wow. What you think? Go, I'm stretching go, it.
3: Go gild the lily. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the lily is gilded. Yes. When it this comes, this
2: is me, confusing and weird. <sighs>
1: It's definitely dead. (laughs) Are you telling me that I'm dead? Or is the Lily dead?
3: It's just this topic.
1: (laughs) Whatever. So today's episode is a brewery takeover of Fat Brewery, Good boy, Mike. And Salon. (laughs) Which originated in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but has now moved to Ohio. Well, and is based in Ohio, I should say.
3: Well, it's in both.
1: Okay. Well, both.
3: They're international. Do you
1: consider Pennsylvania and Ohio international? Or
2: bi-coastal? <laughs>
1: All right. Why don't you give up while you're ahead, dear? Continental?
2: <laughs> now he's just throwing out geography terms. Intergalactic?
1: I, yeah, they're intergalactic. Okay, so the beer that we started talking about before the break was the Strange Magic Strange I drink Strange hmm. magic! There he wow. goes again. There, I mean... Ladies and gentlemen, this yep. is a Jeff Lynn imposter, imposter.
0: Take
2: it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, <laughs> <That's> right?
0: <laughs> hey, they're in Canton. So,
2: <laughs> well, the North Olmsted is really close to Cleveland, where the Rock and Roll I Hall mean, of Fame is. So, yeah,
3: I think we should go yeah. up there and visit it. I think we should. Oh yeah.
1: All right. Well,
3: we could go to Southfield or South Pittsburgh. I almost said South Philly. That would probably. Make those guys mad, wouldn't it, I, yeah. Are you done? Parts of the state. Are you, are you done? Pitt, is uh, Pennsylvania the only state where the east and west sides hate each other as much as <laughs> you guys obviously do?
1: We don't hate each other.
3: Do you look down on them, though?
1: I don't look down on them. You say it's the wrong
2: side of the state. Very different sides of the state.
1: They're the great thing about my home state is the uniqueness of the east side and the west side. They are two completely different So
3: when did you decide to run for office? That was (laughs) the most political (laughs) answer I've ever
1: heard. I'm trying to be nice. Okay. I'm trying to be nice, but yes, I. South will, side of Pittsburgh, man. I will always a great be, area. Yeah, yeah, I will always be an Eastside girl. Sorry. Okay, so this strange magic IPA, which is coming in at six five.
3: Do we have any more ABV?
1: Um. Yeah. You want some more?
3: I do, please. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Now, I mean, You're this
2: right. is another just great. I hate to keep using the word classic IPA, but it yep. is. It's yep. it's so good. It's now got this a l- one yeah. little bit more mouthfeel than your standard, yep. um, you know, West Coast IPA. Little creaminess to it, but it's still got all those flavors. It's got the caramel notes, piney, resiny, grapefruit. There's a little sweetness to this, one a little too, bit, yeah. But
3: it's not. See, that's the cool thing is like. It's got some sweetness to it, but it doesn't. The sweetness doesn't dominate the
0: beer. Like no. It. Yeah, I, I think it's like there's a sim, simplicity of beauty to it that holds the complexity. Yeah. You're not like overwhelmed by. I mean, there's a lot going on, and yet it finishes just kind of on a one note. That's good for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good analogy of it. Um, again, I'm really I'm impressed by how balanced it is. You. On the tongue, you see the flavors as they're, as they're coming over, but they're not like one isn't dominating the other. They're all working well together. And to me, with a lot of IPAs or some IPAs, it's hard because one is more dominant than the other. And you're trying to like, if there's a malt that you're like, oh, this has this malt. It must be really good. You're fighting to find that malt in mm-hmm. the beer. But this one, again... You know, as all of the other ones previous to this, they're balanced. There's, they're dialed in. They're really well done. Yeah. And, But the thing is, they're not, like, going crazy into the adjuncts or crazy, nope. you, you know. Yeah. They're just they're good, solid beers from good, solid brewers.
3: Absolutely. And, and I like what you said about, like, if there's a malt that you like, you look for it. Because I like Maris Otter because I love the taste of otter. Okay. Yes. You know, so if if I don't taste, you know, that distinct note of otter in a beer, I don't believe it has Maris otter in it.
1: (laughs) So is that without the oil or with the oil? Well,
3: I, you know, I'm not going to get into all that because I am trying to watch my figure. But so no oil, but you got to take what you
0: you know, you got to take the good with the bad. So, if you like the Maris Otter, you kind of like a little biscuit aspect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Biscuit. 100%.
2: 100%. But I'm curious to what the other two are going to taste like. But these guys, obviously, they know know how to make IPAs. I I would do that. But
1: whatever you guys want to do. We're going. Wow. Wow. I mean, okay.
2: Yeah, High five. High five.
1: So, this strange magic IPA from Fat Heads.
2: Good old boy, Mike.
1: We are rating a five.
3: I hope Mike likes this episode.
0: <laughs> well, it is his brewing company. That's true. <laughs> so, speaking of that, yeah, we, look we, at it, the I see him on the can. We kinda.
3: need to <laughs> talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: the the fat heads, little boy Mike logo. It, it kind of freaks scary. me out. Yeah, I, yeah, there's something about it I've never quite liked, and I'm not sure what it is. It might be it, because it reminds me of somebody I know. Yeah, um, who he's not going to name. I'm not going to name, but yeah, it's just it's a little bit weird.
0: It's kind of like that, you know, redundancy of the creepy clown. All all oh, clowns yeah, are yeah. like creepy, you know, yeah. and so like it's the creepy clown effect.
2: Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, that, yeah. I think that that's a, that's a little bit of that in there. Well,
3: and, you know, it kind of looks like somebody from, like, not a character, but it looks like he could be a character on Family Guy or something.
2: Yeah. To yeah. Me. I could see that.
0: And I wouldn't want to, like, have these cans out at a party if you had, like, you know, your 83 year old grandmother. Sure. You know, I mean, it would scare her. Now these these, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> these would be good at a
3: at a kids party because kids like cartoons. Yeah, that's you know? true. Mm-hmm. So you know.
0: it, it's not. It's almost as a, as you know, kind of unnerving as like I'm thinking against the grains brown note yeah oh, that's, that's just like awful one, that's like one of the worst i've <laughs> ever
2: I, I, I just can't buy that beer but you know
3: what
0: the beer
3: if you can get past the can the beer the is beer delicious. Is solid. Yeah, yeah it's a really good brown ale <laughs> but just talking about it yeah i kind of don't want to drink any brown ales for a while so
1: yeah yeah well anyways yeah Okay, so let's move on, and let's talk about Sunshine Daydream Session IPA from Hop this Is this a
0: song by the Monkees, by the way? Are you a I Sunshine know, right? Daydream believer? Yeah.
1: Totally, totally. So this is going to be interesting because this is only... ABV. So, a new
3: challenge. Can they brew a low ABV?
1: Right. So, award-winning Session IPA with big hop aromas, flavors of citrus, peach, orange, and tropical fruit with a nice light malt backbone. Okay. So, this one won the Grand Champion Award of the 2017 National Session IPA Championship. First of all, I didn't even realize there were Session IPA… Championships? Mm. Yeah. I mean, hey… Well, wow.
3: mm-hmm. that's almost like being valedictorian of their homeschool class. You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's rude.
3: I
0: know. I'm okay. Especially I, I if regret you're, it as. Soon yeah, especially as I if you're an only child, right? Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
1: So rude. Okay, the aroma you're on my this. sibling. <laughs> <laughs> wow. mm-hmm. the aroma is really nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting yeah. those. Peach, yeah.
2: I'm getting that peach that they they mentioned in the uh, description there. Yeah. Oh God. A little bit of stone fruit going on, but it's it's it drinks really well. It does.
0: You know, I don't mean this in a bad way. It doesn't deliver as much as I think it's going to. When I smell it, I think yeah, this is gonna, yeah. The it smell. doesn't deliver as much as I think it's going to, which is. A good thing because it's 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 a. You know, right. It doesn't it's, smell yeah.
3: like a four point nine percent beer, but it drinks like a four point nine percent beer. Yeah,
2: it's got that light body, crispness, and everything else I want in a low ABV session IPA. You know, you're getting a little mm-hmm. less here. I mean, there's yeah. there's mm-hmm. less grain in mm-hmm. this one. That's how you get the less alcohol, and it it really makes it softer and easier. But if you don't get your hops right, it's going to be all out of whack. But they, they nailed this. This is still yeah, a good tasting yeah, beer, yeah. even though it's a lot lighter in body.
0: This would be one if we, if and when we do, I'm sure we will do um, a lawnmower beer episode. This would really be one to put in there. Absolutely. I,
3: I think this stacks up very well against other. Low ABV session IPAs like yeah. the the Loganitas and the
2: yeah. I would say it's it's better than those because it it does still taste like an IPA. It tastes like yeah. mm-hmm. tastes like a good hoppy beer. And in a twelve ounce can that this thing's in, you could crush the whole six pack. Hundred percent. Yeah. At less than five percent.
1: Oh gosh, yes, like. You know, I get a little hesitant because we've done some episodes on those session IPAs where they're essentially like water with a little bit of hops added. And, you know, if you want hops with water, just go to Lagunitas and get their hop water. And it's fantastic. Right. But I mean, but if that's all you want and that's all you need in the world, then you've got something right there dialed in for you. But this, again, is so well done because the aroma on it gives you this delusion that you're having something really big mm-hmm. and then as you're tasting it you're still getting hops you're getting malt like you're getting all the things yes they're dialed down versions in terms of abv but you're still getting them they're still there Yeah, and that mm-hmm. that really impresses me because it's so hard with a session ipa to have everything balanced well
3: yeah 100 there's this is proof that there's zero reason to drink Mick Ultra, Seltzers, um, freaking anything other than this. If you're looking for something about five percent,
1: yep, yeah, you can definitely have this, and this can. But, but stack you're up. right;
2: so many session IPAs just so- fall short. It, so when you get a good one, it really stands out, mm-hmm. and I this think, is a good one. I think a lot of
3: people they just take a, a regular IPA recipe and try to scale it down. Yeah, doesn't work. You, you got to build. You got to build the recipe from the ground up. It's its own thing. You know.
2: Yeah, I I, I was um, heard a session on a, a virtual conference, and it was. Guys from Bell's talking about making lighthearted, yeah, and they they said they couldn't just scale down hearted. It was it was not a good beer, yeah. Um, they had to start mm-hmm. over and try to, you know, give it that family DNA and try to make it taste, you know, with the similar flavors using similar hops, but it, it was a whole new creation.
0: And I, I like lighthearted too. I think
3: mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good that's one. A good, yeah, it is good. This, and I think
0: I, that I like this better though. I one of the tricks good. is to even though it's got some caramel. Uh, aspect to it Mm -hmm. it's more for color than because i'm not really getting a lot of sweet from that either you
2: know it's coming through yeah breaking through really clean yeah just enough to give it a little bit of gold
3: Mm -hmm. and i think it's cool too that we like this one as much as we do after we've just been drinking bigger beers with more flavor mm -hmm. you know that this one can because a lot of times when you in a flight when you're drinking some you know bigger more flavorful beers, these beers suffer unfairly because, I mean, they are what they are, but like if, if your mind is already circling around these, you know, 7.1 or 6.3% beers. And now you drop down to 4.9 and that's a big drop. You know? Yeah, but no,
1: you're right. Nice. You're right. So for the four hops that are in this beer, there's also Pale Munich Victory, C15 and Carapils in the Malkris. Yeah, I know, but yeah. like, I mean, yes, they're dialed down, but still, that's a decent variety yeah. of malts to go it is, with this. Yeah, you know, and,
0: and it's highly—they must have mashed kind of low on the, I don't know. I'm guess because it's very well attenuated, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, But I think you nailed it on the on the caramel malt, Reverend mm-hmm. Mark. That mm-hmm. C15 is perfect. A little mm-hmm. color, but it would not change the flavor too yeah. much.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, Just we are love. going to rate. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. We are going to this. rate this Sunshine Daydream Session IPA from Fatheads. A4. Go for uh, Which Mike.
3: Uh, uh, rating a session IPA like that, a four? I mean, yeah, I mean that's, thats crazy. Just shows how good it is, right? Because again, a lot of times they just—they just don't get rated as highly because there's just not as much there. No well, personality. Yeah, yeah,
0: but within that category, it's at least a four. You know, hundred percent, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Let's then, see if they keep
2: this four and up street going.
1: Okay. So the last one that we're going to talk about is the Benjamin Danklin IPA. So this one
3: gets at least a three just off the name. <laughs> so if it can if it can do something.
1: So this is loaded up with a lightning rod of lupulin. The celebratory IPA is full of dank aromas and bold citrus, mango, and pine flavors. Proof that God wants us to be. Hoppy. Ha <laughs> Okay. 7.4% ABV with Chinook Warrior Citra and Simcoe hops and only two malts, Caramel Light and Carapils.
3: Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Definitely get the Simcoe. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, and again, it's crazy, like a completely different beer from all the other ones.
2: Yeah, they're really yeah. pushing the resiny dankness yeah. on this yeah. one. Um, So much more than the, than the others, but also fantastic. Yeah. How, how do these guys do it? This
0: is amazing. Yeah, it's not yeah. too dank. It's dank, but not too dank. That's right. It's just dank right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right? I yeah. mean, I'm really, you know, I was worried coming into this because I knew that the majority of these beers were IPAs. And I'm thinking they're all going to eventually s- taste the same mm-hmm. At some point. Not at all. But no, they are all have their own uniqueness, which is really cool. And for this one being like having lupulin powder in it.
2: Yeah, I like it. This is nice. So nice. Super solid.
1: Okay. Well, for the last one, the Benjamin Danklin IPA from Fatheads, we are going to rate this one a four.
0: Uh, 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 Little boy, Mike. Yeah, you tricked me.
1: What a great well flight done, this yeah. has been. Job.
0: Thank you uh, for all these great beers.
1: All right. That's going to do it for us today. We hope you enjoy this episode because we certainly did. <laughs> it was great. Um, if you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap that subscribe tap, really? button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry. Play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes.
0: And we would love your feedback if you can reach out to us online at info at Our
2: daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sips Smokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of the other millions. fans. Those fans on those social media platforms.
3: Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. Five stars that's a big help to us and we get to see your feedback as well
1: good boy Kendall Man. thank you for being here
2: yeah I am you're welcome it was great being here this was a fantastic flight I am very impressed with Fat Hood's Brewery. good boy Mark please tell
1: us about your blog
2: my beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermix3.com also on Instagram
1: Reverend Mark mm. thank you so much blessings. for being here blessings
0: thank you such a good session
1: good boy Dave yeah bye this is good old gal juliana go try some fat heads
2: good old boy mike
1: it's really really good keep on chuggling and we'll catch you next time we love you mike